Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. 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 Whoa! It's episode 243 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm your co-host, Mark Blankenship, and I'm joined by Babelicious Blossom fan, Sarah T. Bunting. Hello, Sarah. Whoa. <laughs> so, Sarah, what the hell are we doing here today? Um, we're losing everything is what we're doing. Just kidding. Um, so, th- we're, ca- we're calling this the Whoa Troika. It is... Um, th- Three songs from Joey Lawrence's 1993 eponymous album, Joey Lawrence. Yeah, I yes. forget how we got on the subject of this, possibly via Teen Idols, but we were talking a month or two ago in the Mastass Happy Hour, which, by the way, if you would like to join us and you're not already part of our Patreon. We would love to have you. That's patreon.com slash mastass. You will get access to the happy hours. There's a lot of um, hilarity and Joey Lawrence that happens. If that appeals to you, please join us. Um, So we wound up like all co-listening to uh, a track called I Like The Way, parenthesis, Kick Dust Move Groove, end parenthesis, And then some screenshots were taken of the Zoom call in which everyone looked absolutely stricken. Uh, And there were many jokes about Joey Lawrence's pronunciation of Suger. So I decided that we should acquire this fine piece of um, album-ness and rank it. And then we decided that we don't hate ourselves. So we were going to talk about I like the way kicked a smooth groove and then each pick a song that we thought was the most representatively wretched on the album and talk about it. Uh, There may also have been some discussion about um, side bets on who was going to break and cry laughing first. I I (laughs) think you should all discuss amongst yourselves. Just pause this episode, place your bets. Welcome back. So, um, I did listen to the entire album Ooh. in in search of the worst song, and uh, there was really a smorgasbad available. Um, I, I am not convinced that the engineers of this project thought that it would ever be like made. I I feel like everyone involved maybe doesn't understand how English words work or how they're pronounced. Certainly pitch correction was not being consistently employed as, as you'll hear. But um, I think that perhaps we should hear uh, and address. I like the way first, and then we can each talk about whether um, our selected songs can, can touch the hem of, I like the way it's yes. garment. So before we do that, just a bit of context, listeners, for those of you who might not know who Joey Lawrence is, which is understandable, yes. frankly. Good. Um, well done. You're doing it right. 
In the early 90s, there was a sitcom called Blossom. It starred a young Mayim Bialik as a sassy teen girl, and she was navigating the experience of being in her family, and Joey Lawrence played one of her older brothers. He was the teen hunk of the show, and as happened as has happened since time immemorial, the breakout teen star of a television show or film was given an opportunity to make an album. It started with Shelley Fabre and Annette Funicello. It goes through today with Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Sometimes those choices work out, Olivia Rodrigo being a great example, but sometimes it turns out that just because you're cute doesn't mean you should get to make an album. And I think that nothing says that quite like the Joey Lawrence album. And Sarah, I, I just want to say... Uh, to to I actually pulled multiple clips from Kick the Smooth Groove S M O O V E. This clearly is an an album. I think you might be right that everyone was like, "Fuck it, this is never coming out. Let's do this. Yeah. Let this teenage boy just decide what he's gonna do and have raps about smelling like a zoo." Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really do think that he. I understand if I were 18 years old and got to go make an album, I would have probably made some bad choices too, but I didn't have the weight of the Hollywood machine behind me hoping to squeeze a buck out of the quickly desiccating sponge that was my career. Wow. Okay. So, uh, do we want to, I have some notes just sort of generally about the album that I will just provide quickly before we get into the, the actual song craft you did you did actually purchase the full physical cd yes i did um in order to investigate the liner notes um and and, uh subsequently file suit so at times all right this is all all of it is extremely derivative uh there is rapping in almost every track and then on the tracks where there are there is not rapping it's because he's trying to be john cicada and you you long for a and like some white boy rapping his his instrument is not like catastrophically bad um and it can be very puzzling from song to song like sometimes he's just been thrown into the deep end and it's like you have absolutely no business in, in this composition other times you're like this is boring but competently sung like you you know he does have a rich timbre sometimes and you're like okay i I see where they were going with this jodeci got there first but (laughs) okay um he's he was not coached on things that are not uh, like attractive for a for a boy idol to do like he has this and Dennis Quaid does this when he's trying to be a serious actor. And so did Jason Priestley as Brandon Walsh, this like kind of baby voice. That's like, that's not no. As well, there are frequently lyrics um, involving flowers and like sticky flowing feelings. Um, like it's just there's no understanding of which metaphors imply genitals 
and he just is trampling blithely through the English language with, you know, purses and sausages and just doesn't know, he has no idea what he's doing. Like, I, I think that he's like Zoolander. <laughs> I'm working on me, you googly. Like, oh, I see. What? Okay. Um, often it's overproduced. Other times it's underproduced. I would like to see justice for his backup singers on all of these tracks. These poor professionals who are called upon when Joey Lawrence says, you know, let's hear from my boys. And then these <laughs> poor whose ladies names and he never learned. I no, no, that no, much. no, no. And I think they were um, probably kept in separate studios so as not um, so as to avoid Joey Lawrence getting murdered by people who are trying to sing for a living. Um, so those are my general notes. This really is, this really has all the hallmarks of a vanity project that everyone involved, like took the paychecks, did exactly enough to get to leave for the day and just assumed that the record company would hear it and be like, nope, and throw it in the garbage. And that's what should have happened, yet- but it didn't. Here we are. It's still on Spotify as we record this in the year of our Lord, 2021. It's on Apple Music, um, too, in its entirety. What the hell, oof. universe? So without further ado, here is the first clip from I Like the Way, parentheses, Kick Da Smooth Groove. Now, Sarah, I, I, I just don't understand how sugar happens. That is supposed to be the word sugar. It's, I'm, I'm I mean, 98% yeah. sure. I'm also sure that that, that that is true. I just don't understand why someone, well, uh, I guess if you're sort of going to allow him to exist in this part of his range, which is not his strength. That once he mispronounces a basic word like suger, you're just like, who cares? I'm yeah. like, death, <laughs> d- death is coming for us all. Let's just lie here. I mean, don't you get the sense that maybe during the whole time he was singing this song, the guy in the booth just was smoking a cigarette and looking at a girly magazine? Yeah. If he was even in the booth. I think he like went out yeah. to an alley. Like he went out to the to the blimpy to get a sub or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Now, just for our own use, and just in case, listeners, you thought you didn't hear what you heard, I clipped just the way that Joey Lawrence pronounces the word sugar. Can we just hear that clip? So you better listen up now, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> like, you better listen up, Joey. That's not how that very common word is said. Closure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even Crozer is closer. 
I just, it is both, it's like infuriating that actual like cultural resources were expended on this, but it's also, I just feel very sad for Joey Lawrence because not only did he think it was Suger, but nobody told him. That's exactly, and that's the part that you're right. It's like, they don't care enough about him to ask him to say the word sugar correctly. No. That's how little they think of the endeavor. Yeah, no, they they hate him. And now everybody knows <laughs> that they it's hate totally him. True. It is very evident that this is a despised person, and it makes me sad. Um, I also just want to say, I, I've been noticing as I've been listening to this song, which, God help me, I've done more than once in preparation oh, for this episode. Same. The melody of the verses is awfully close to the song Come On Over by Christina Aguilera. Uh-huh. But I yeah. feel like this is my theory. Though they might have had a case about suing to get their royalties for this song, the writers of this song did not sue Christina Aguilera because they would have then had to publicly admit <laughs> that they had made Kick to Smooth Groove with Joey Lawrence. I, and I almost I, feel like there's no amount of money in the world that would justify having to make it more obvious that you had inflicted this upon the world. You are not a crackpot. I mean, look, I listened to this enough times that I tried to work out exactly how the dance in the rap part is done. If you, if you had Mark on your bingo card, congratulations. <laughs> I just am imagining. Oh, shit. I just imagined you and the cats, and you're like, no, <laughs> god damn it. You move your butt in. Damn it. Oh, God. In my office filled with true crime books, which I'm like knocking over all these and rules, like shibbying to the right. And then I'm like, oh, wait, but am I supposed to turn around? And like, when he says, hold your butt in tight, is he. Am I supposed to actually hold my butt or am I just like trying oh. not to poo? What is happening? Sarah, I, the word awe can be used in many ways. <laughs> I take this job seriously. <laughs> I, I feel awe not only for your work, but I feel awe <laughs> for the rap itself. And I feel even even greater awe about the combination of the two. And I think this is the perfect time to now move to the next clip because there was no way that we could talk about Smooth Groove and not clip the rap that comes at the end. No. So <sighs> hold on to your butts, everyone. Uh, literally, go. because that's part of the dance, a prance that he made up so she would give him a chance. Oh, my God. I have it memorized. Here we go. I <laughs> what do we do it's a culture I have begun after extended exposure to this <laughs> much like radiation poisoning 
I have begun to find this rap's utterly clueless, puppy-esque joy kind of charming. <laughs> I think I think my mind began to bend toward in a Joey Lawrence direction, at least in <laughs> you know, like pity at least. When he was like, "Yeah, I can't believe like your dad was like you're too white," and then he's like, "Yeah, that's that was a surprise because he's he's actually right." I mean, and then this <laughs> this dance is like it's the electric slide. But after too much Taco Bell, like I, d- I never did quite work out. I am not, I am not a gifted dancer at all. I have danced in public in the last twenty years, maybe twice. Once was at your wedding. Uh, so I mean, try it at home, folks. But that, like the the butt part is, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But there is something about this song that, despite it being a bunch of other better songs from a bunch of other better new Jack swing artists. Um, there's some new kids in it. There's like some jazzy Jeff in it. It's for it. When it came out, it's pretty dated. Uh, it's like they just threw everything in a blender along with one of Joey Lawrence's giant leather wrist cuffs from fossil. And we're like, whatever, because they, Again, thought nobody would ever hear it. Um, but, but there is something about that rap that, like, it's almost a parody of itself. And yes. um, I, it's been stuck in my head for a couple of days. I understand that it is terrible and should be shot and buried by the light of a full moon, but I don't hate it. Yeah, there's something gloriously incompetent about it. <laughs> yeah. It just the the cheerful ineptitude, it like the cheerful part really goes a long way. That he's like, yeah, yeah, you, your parents sort of shat on this thing that I wrote for you because I like that you like me is what the song is saying. Here's what I like yeah. about you: you think I'm hot, Joey. And like, you're so right that if if he had been trying to be really hard mm-hmm. on this album, it would have been unbearable. But he he's just like goofy and. I don't think that Joey Lawrence would probably ever front that he is a great rapper, despite the fact that he raps, like you said, on almost every song. And there's something about the inability to have the rhythm remain consistent for even (laughs) one couplet that I find very charming. You're right. (laughs) And hold your butt in tight. Like that's not how it sounds. Yeah. Hold your butt in tight. Hold your, like, it's like, it's, it's like he's saying, hold, hold your button. But he's mispronouncing the word buttons. Like, hold your butt in tight. Like, yeah. what? Like, <laughs> to pour some suger on me. Ah! I just... You're so right, too, that it is like, it's a self-own to be like, your dad said I was too white to be doing this. And, ugh, yeah, it's probably. But here mm-hmm. I go with some more rapping. I mean, yeah. you're right. You're right. And there are, there are songs where he is very serious and he is trying to be not hard, but like harder than, than this goofy parents just don't understand homage. Um, but like the, in these times, which I think is right after Uh. I like the way is, I mean, (laughs) he's, he's got a message for the world. He's like, you know, uh, 
word to the kids, word to the world or whatever it is that he says that I was like, I just, and then the gospel organ comes in and you're like, did no one say anything to like, not even (laughs) Joey Lawrence's mom, like someone who loves him, say something to him. This is, this is humiliating. I feel mortified listening to this album. But oh my least... god! So along those lines, oh oh please, <laughs> I, talk about feeling mortified. I don't understand how somehow Joey Lawrence managed to get a top twenty hit off this album because there's no song that doesn't make one internally cringe, as the kids say now. <laughs> but Sarah, somehow the song "Nothing My Love Can't Fix" reached number nineteen on the Hot One Hundred. <sighs> And I have clipped a bit of the hit single, Nothing My Love Can't Fix, 19, <laughs> the, ni- number 19. Uh-huh. Amy Mann has only had one song that peaked higher than that, and she's talented. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Tori Amos has never had a top 20 hit. Okay. So here is a clip from Nothing My Love Can't Fix. Except the song. Lately, you've been acting like I smell like a zoo. Leave aside the fact that that moan just made me (laughs) really uncomfortable and never want to have sex again. Um, Soon, we will be talking about Bon Jovi, and I will will be back to my normal horny self. But uh, that, that, that experience is terrible. And then there's the fact that, like... Kathy Dennis and the new kids should both sue this song just for emotional distress, obviously. And I will happily join that class action. But also this is like Kathy Dennis (laughs) threw up in Joey McIntyre's mouth. (laughs) And that's why it smells like a zoo because everyone has thrown up to death. And that's what we're listening to. I mean that, Ugh, I can't. It's so weird. Why are you like this? Why and then you- that, that like, I'm plucking a hair out of my scrotum to get that positive of this <laughs> sound. Like, that's, that shouldn't have been. That is, again, where someone was like, yeah, that sounds horrible, but I don't like you, so we're just going to leave it in. Like, fuck you, you <laughs> little pissant 18-year-old kid. <laughs> oh shut up and oh my god (laughs) this i am 
I am exhausted. I am weeping. This is amazing. Like, oh, you, lately you've been acting like I smell like a zoo. It does take a certain confidence mm-hmm. to think that you can just invent some idiom like that. It just, and, oh yeah, that's what kids say. Never. Oh my God. Well, I mean, it's not as though the phoneme, ooh, is impossible to rhyme. It's not like the previous couplet or the previous line had ended on like orange. Or refrigerator, yes. Oh my God. I just, seriously, tears are streaming down my face right now of joy, but also terror because this this album is so bad. Um, <sighs> now, along those lines, you also 19. found- teen. Number 19, enough people wanted that song in their ear holes on purpose mm-hmm. that it reached number 19. Yeah. And uh, you also found another really, really shitty song uh, written by a guy named Elliot Wolf, who was the co-writer of both Straight Up and Cold Hearted for Paula Abdul, which means that he was capable of creating good music, but he didn't really do it this time. Uh, so what, what's your, what's your selection, Sarah? Uh, my selection is my girl. Um, I will also add to our lengthy list of complaints, um, that enough of these songs have titles that are the same as, or close to other classic good songs (laughs) that were executed correctly. Um, I've had, I like the way you move stuck in my head for three days. I'm not mad about that. Um, maybe it. Maybe it will help me to unlock the the dance level here. But um, I selected My Girl. Uh, the songs have basically the same problems every time. Like I said, it's like mildly interesting production sometimes that is um, immediately reversed by weirdly vacant lyrics, uh, baby voice vocals, and um, that are also pitchy. The first minute of My Girl is 360 degree, 4D, 5G, terrible, like beyond words. It was just like a series of dots in my notes. Um, (laughs) There is an extended rap later in the song about how the love interest is like a hot rod and then he rhymes hot rod with she's my girl ha that's not how rhymes work or are <laughs> um and yet i debated whether this was in fact the actual worst um song for me uh there were like almost every single song was a contender um but then i heard this vocal here's a clip Oh. 
it's like this whole album, it's almost more mortifying because it gets close to not being terrible. Mm-hmm. Like the elements that we recognize from other good songs yeah. are present here. And yet it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, like this production at the beginning is like very 90s, but it's at least sort of interesting and takes you back to a certain time in uh, like pop rap. Yes. Um, but and it has like a, a little note of uh, Positive K who we've talked about. Except this is like negative JL. Um, and then it's so overproduced, like there's about 15 too many things. And yet the vocal is not corrected. Like, nope. this was one take, like he was between takes on Blossom and he like went to some camper and did these and they just didn't fix it. And it's sad. Um, there are also, it's like a, a sort of ESL stereo instructions concept of how English works. What the fuck is a running ground? I mean, I, I mean, keep your hands on you. Uh, I mean, yes. Like I, I understand what he's trying to say. Sort of, but the, Oh God, it's so bad. It's so bad. And you're right that, the fact that it's like sometimes in the same area code as something that is good, but then just falls off a fucking cliff every time, it it, it makes it worse somehow. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a testament to the fact that you can pour money into an art project and you can approximate goodness, but you can't actually buy your way there. No. And I don't it, think enough money was expended on this. On this, well, it also really. God, you're right. You're right. It's not. Like, you're right because it clearly, like we've been saying, they didn't spend that much. No. It also really makes you fucking appreciate "Color Me Bad." Yes. Like they did this correctly. <laughs> Color they understood me the even worse in the common parlance. <laughs> oh God! Color me. Color me worst. <laughs> I just well yeah I mean I don't think this was not worth doing I, I think that we probably could have stopped with I like the way just because once you once you understand how Suger happened <laughs> it, it just applies broadly to the rest of the album but in a way, I think that we needed to go deeper just to prove that Suger wasn't a fluke, that Suger was, in fact, the baseline. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't particularly enjoy, I mean, like, look, Mark Rage, haha, and everything, but like, I don't particularly enjoy piling on this, you know, sweet summer child <laughs> who was absolutely thrown under every possible bus by the production team. But uh, I mean, but you know, it's like to go back to something you said earlier, though, I'm actually not angry at Joey Lawrence. I'm just like astonished. This yeah. was he was a child. This is a child who had a business opportunity that anyone else would have taken. Mm -hmm. And it just really didn't work out. No. And uh, it's kind of like amazing. It It is. 
It is. And um, <laughs> I mean, I, I have no regrets. If I figure out how to do that dance, I'll do like the Arthur Murray foot cutouts and show everyone how to do it sometime on happy hour slash YouTube. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wish Mr. Lawrence the best and I hope a parent or guardian reads the fine print from now on because this is just a, it was an avoidable disaster. Oh, Suger. Sugar. and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, that's me, and Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. I also edit the podcast, which is a proud member of the Believe Network. Learn more at BLEAV.com. To learn more about us, submit song requests, get a pop chart reading, or buy a Mastis book, visit our website at MarkAndSarahTalkAboutSongs.com. You'll also find all of our social media links there, too. That's Mark and Sarah with an H, talkaboutsongs.com. And for even more content and access to the Mastass Happy Hour, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash mastass. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.